What's up, what's up, what's up? This hey, Izzy. Hey, it's the Pro Bitch Podcast here. Izzy on the MIC. It's your girl, Mimi. And we are missing our third um, host here, Court. She's out of town this week. Um, so, it's just Amira and I. This Hope you're week. enjoying this weather, Court. For real. Because it's been beautiful the last two days. Absolutely. Mm. How you been? I'm pretty good. I won't complain. I won't complain. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nothing to complain about. I mean, shit's cool, you know. Y'all, namaste. Yeah, I would say like 80%. <laughs> yeah. Still 80% namaste, still 20% fuck your shit up. Yes, very. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> no, it is. Um, How about you? How are you? I'm good. I'm chilling. Uh, my sister went back home. She was like two days ago, whatever. She actually had been here since december like before christmas so um oh quality time yeah if you call it that and, you know it's like sometimes like you miss your siblings or you know you miss whoever and they live so far away but then like when you see them every day you're like all right <laughs> i'm good <laughs> you can go home but it's just like that you know little sister older sister dynamic so oh, yeah for sure yeah oh i forgot she'd kill me if she knew that i just didn't mention it but my baby turned nine last week she did she did she's such a big girl now she really is and her birthday party was fun you and her father did a great job at putting oh, that together thanks yeah um, we i mean did you feel your age trying to do half of the stuff <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, we went to, she, her birthday party was at a, like one of those, it was called Wonderfly Arena, but it was like one of those uh, open space little arena things where you could do stuff like dodgeball, Nerf Wars, um, and the hamster ball races. Yeah. And the little big bubble thing where you like run and bump into each other. So Amira had me race. Her sister. Yes, in the hamster ball. In the hamster ball. <laughs> so I was in this big, giant plastic ball. And mind you, like a week before that, I have fell roller skating. So I messed up my hand. I had on a hand brace and I forgot. So I'm like in this hamster ball, like reeling my ass off. <laughs> I was trying to like win this race or whatever. It was hard. Like it was, it wasn't hard. It's just like the, it's, it's an awkward space because either you're going to stand up or you're going to be like all, like crawling on your forehead, all fours, you know? Yeah. But when I got out, let me tell you, I was so out of breath. Like, I could not, I couldn't even get out the ball. <laughs> like, I, like, fell out. And I was just like, <gasps> it literally took me a good five minutes to catch my breath. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, the hamster bowl, I, I wasn't going to. See, I, I wasted my youth on the the bumper bubble things. We had to run around in a bubble and bump into each other. So that's what you got out of me. <laughs> I did the Nerf Wars and I did dodgeball. Like, that was, oh, yeah, to me, yeah. that was you was, was trying to fuck them kids up at dodgeball. I was. I was yeah. trying. Yeah, but yeah. So my baby's nine. That made me feel old as shit. I'm not even gonna lie. Time was flying, bro. Yeah, but I don't know. But I mean, other than that, things are going well. That's good. So what? Why, why are we here today? What are we talking about today? I mean, I know why we're here, but what's what's the topic? What are we? So I'm pretty sure y'all done seen. This viral shit on the internet, yes. per usual, yes. with Mr. No Good Ass Derek Jackson. Yes. yes. This self proclaimed like relationship guru. I mean, all right, I'm not, he's always giving me fuckboy vibes. And we all know that he had fuckboy vibes because he would tell you what are the, you know, the typical signs of a fuckboy and what yeah. to avoid and how yeah. to deal with the situations. But, you know, he has like, workshops he has a car game he's built like a huge like a brand and he has pretty several much books several and books he's done tours tours like. he's built an empire off of helping women navigate the dating world and men's bullshit right and come to find out he a whole fuck boy a whole. like he is the very man that he's been telling everybody out here to avoid <laughs> like so insane like this man has been married for 12 years well, no, he's been but, with the girl okay, for he's been, yeah 14 years married for two oh yes. no or married for three yeah because i think uh, so when i was stalking her instagram <laughs> I think they did get married in 2018. Okay, yeah. But they yeah. have been together since, like, college or something, yeah, right? Yeah, So, yeah, been with this girl for 14 years. Only been married for three. That's weird, number one. But That's they had, red flag number one, right? But they already had two kids. 
in that 14 year time period and apparently he's been cheating the entire time gaslighting her and on top of it no disrespect to anyone she's like a jesus freak like yeah yeah and i i feel like he's used that to manipulate her into forgiving and staying honestly because you know but like at that point what's the what is the point god is testing their relationship (laughs) it's satan not him oh goodness yes these devil women are coming to test you know the devil women on ig yeah are coming to test their relationship but anyway so what we decided to talk about today we thought it would be good to cover hmm infidelity cheating because we, I mean, I feel like we've talked about a lot of relationship things, but I don't think yeah. we've ever actually covered, yeah, like dun, dun, dun. cheaters, like the show, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, mm. so I mean, if we get into this, like, how would you define cheating? Okay, cheating. Oh. First of all, off bat, if you're in a committed relationship. Like, you guys have had that discussion. You're in a committed relationship or you're married. Cheating is having sex with another person. Cheating is, I feel like, flirting. Like, there's a, there's like a, uh, I feel like flirting has, like, zones. You know, like, there's, like, the I'm just a human being type flirting. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're out at a bar or whatever. Then there's, like, the yellow zone. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that's a green zone. Then you get to the yellow zone, zone where it's, like, oh, we exchange numbers or, you know, we're texting and flirting, but nothing ever has actually transpired. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you get to that yellow zone, you've gotten there because you intend to go to the red zone. Gotcha. And the red zone is, like, you're meeting up, you're going on dates. Like, you, to me, it doesn't – so, okay, sorry, I know I'm all over the place. But, like, cheating is basically sleeping with someone else, going on dates with someone, uh, someone other than your partner – um, I think there is a form of emotional cheating. Mm-hmm. We know when you are looking for things that you feel are lacking in your relationship yeah. in another person, you're relying on that other person for the emotional support. And then, yeah, just like anything that you feel like if your partner did would make you feel some kind of way. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's um, fair. What about you? No, so I don't know. I think mine is a little more gray area just because I think it's my fuck girl tendencies coming out a little bit. But I just feel like with cheating, it's kind of like everybody has their boundaries that they set in their relationship. Right. And like including like those boundaries with intimacy with other people, because I'm not going to say that, you know, relationships don't exist outside of like the traditional monogamous thing. But like if you cross those boundaries that you've set in your relationship with another person, I mean, then it's cheating. If you I mean, come on, like you said, if you're not OK with your partner doing it with someone else, then nine times out of ten, it's it's not OK. It, it's really not. But I mean, everybody sets their boundaries different. So if you set those boundaries and you find yourself crossing those boundaries, I mean, you're dead ass wrong. It's cheating. Okay, I'm going off script here, but what if y'all never actually define the boundaries? Well, because <laughs> you know how like, well, see, some things see, go just like kind of unsaid. But see, one or thing that assumed. I've been learning in doing therapy is that my moral code is not someone else's moral code. So you can't like you can't just assume that somebody's going to move how you move. And and it seems really elementary, right? I mean, but I feel like you do need to have certain conversations. Now, if you say that, okay, we're going to be exclusive and we're only going to sleep with each other, then obviously that's a boundary. You're only having sex with each other. Or, you know, like, well, I don't want you to. I mean, like, I I find like certain intimate interactions are just for us. I don't think that you should have them with other people. I mean, I, I feel like those conversations need to be had. And maybe I'm taking it back to the basics, but I've learned that my moral compass is not someone else's. I agree. And I like, you know, in my experiences, even when I talk to, I mean, like if I just have like regular conversations with guys, I find like, oh, so like you, you, you don't see things how I see them. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, I, I think you just need to have the conversation yeah. on what your boundaries are. And, and if you're married, I feel like your vows set those boundaries though. I mean, like it's. You think so? 
I mean, it's, it sets the basis for, for your <laughs> for your boundaries when you're married. I mean, your your vows kind of kind of do. I mean, I think, but uh, never mind. All right, okay. go ahead. What? Because no, I'm just like in Derek Jackson's case, mm-hmm. he's doing the same thing in marriage that he was doing before they got married. Absolutely. Oh no, I I wholeheartedly believe like what a person is doing before you get married, they're going to do it if not worse once you get married because then they feel like that marriage is kind of like their their security almost yeah. like you know like I have a buffer because like now that this person has married me, you know, they're not going to take it as lightly leaving me. And if they've married me and I'm out here doing all of this, then I mean that there's a certain level of acceptance. People don't get better when you marry them. They actually get a little worse because they get comfortable. Not necess- not, and when I say worse, I don't mean like they become horrible people. But I'm just saying like you know, they, they get more flat. relaxed yeah. and they're more comfortable. So I mean, they really letting it, you know. See, this is another- I'm letting you see actually, me for real. I can't even say what I want to say now. <laughs> say it. I was about to be like, well, this is why I don't really want to get married. <laughs> no, no. But now I can't I can't say that because no. I'm hurting feelings. You're getting married. But it's it's just a thing of know who you're marrying and don't think that marrying someone or putting a ring on or someone putting a ring on your finger necessarily means they're going to improve. Like Yeah, that's true. You're saying I accept you. I see you and I accept you at where you are. That is what you're saying. Okay. But most of us, honestly, women, that's not what we hear. Because I because I think that our reaction to marriage is different. Can be, you know, like, like now it's like you like you said you have that security. So now you're going to try to maintain your security, and you might I think ramp it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean for that's how we see it. Right for men, it's the opposite. I feel like or it's not like as exacerbated. Like that those feelings aren't as exacerbated. Yeah. yeah, because we're sold a fairy tale from the age of like since the moment that we can you get your first little like princess dress and the little slippers and you get your first baby doll in your kitchen. Like we're sold the dream. I think that's yeah. why it's like, but we're getting off topic. Sure. So. All right. So when it comes, so like in this, this Derek Jackson <laughs> debacle, right. Um, we see, a, we see both sides where it's like, Oh, well you could see why he cheated or there's the, you know, well, regardless of what's happening in his relationship or, I mean, he decided to marry this person, so you can't blame her. Now, like, what's your stand on that? Like, so in, not in their relationship necessarily, but just like in cheating, like, do you think that the person that cheats should take all the blame? Do you think it's a shared responsibility or do you think it falls on the person? So that got cheated on. Yeah, so like, I think that it's just circumstantial. Like, for instance, you know, there are instances, like, when men feel neglected, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to go out. Well, not men. Okay. When a person feels neglected in a relationship, either they're going to try to fix it or they're going to look for whatever they're missing somewhere else, right? Yeah. And maybe the the other party or the partner doesn't know that like, Hey, that, that, that they're not meeting their needs unless you actually come and have a conversation and then like, you know, explicitly say, Hey, my needs aren't being met. Yeah. Like let's move towards a solution. So there are people out here and I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't know that people do expect you to read their mind. Yeah. They expect that's you weird as fuck. Right? <laughs> like, so they expect weird. you to know like, Hey, well this makes me feel loved and you didn't do this thing. So I feel like you don't love me. And now I'm just going to go find love or f- ass or whatever somewhere else. <laughs> and you're like, but you didn't tell me, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. I think, I just think it's circumstantial. Sometimes it's on one person. Like there are men out there or women out there that just want some variety. Like you just want to go out there and experience something new. Maybe y'all got married young. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is. So I just, I really think it's circumstantial. So I'm not going to say the person that has gotten cheated on is completely absolved from any blame. Mm -hmm. I just think it depends on the situation. I don't know. <laughs> what? That isn't, I think, just because there's an, but at the same, like, there isn't a, just because there's a, a problem that does not give the cheater the right to cheat. But right. I think that most people don't have the emotional IQ or intelligence or feel in a safe to express, you know, their concerns or, like, if their needs and stuff aren't being met. So they just go and do some bullshit. I don't know. Okay. 
What? <laughs> Did I say it? You're looking at me like, bitch, that's how you feel? No, no. So I, I don't feel like my feelings are very far off from you, yeah. from, from where you are. So when it comes to the cheating, like I do think the person that cheated should take full accountability for the act of cheating. Right. Right? Like for the act of stepping out. Because I do think that, you know, you do have people that regardless of how bad their relationship gets, they're never going to cheat. That's you fair. have people that it's the first little hiccup and they're like, oh, I'm going to get some ass. So, I mean, I think it's, it's just in kind of like in your character and your makeup, like how you respond to the imbalance in your relationship. Yeah. So for the actual act of cheating, I think that the person that cheats does need to take full responsibility for that. But I do think that it is on both parties to fix the root cause of that cheating. Right. That's really or well to, said. Or get to the to get to the root cause of, you know, what of the cheating. So if the root cause is a self-esteem or ego issue, then obviously the, the cheater needs to work on some things. But if the root cause is the cheater not feeling loved or heard or validated, then that's something that needs to be worked on by both parties. Yeah. But I don't think it's a thing of blame necessarily. I mean, it's like accepting accountability on the cheating and then also the root cause of the cheating. I mean, like we would like to think in a in a perfect world that people would have the emotional t- intelligence and the ability to come and say, "I don't feel loved because such and such," or "I don't feel supported in this way." But it doesn't work that way. Not at all. And then not only that, we would hope that our partners have the emotional intelligence to accept when your partner feels like the relationship is lacking, because you know you have that end too, where someone does really well with saying you know, I don't feel supported or I don't feel loved, but the other person isn't really good at receiving that information. And then, you know, like, you know, he can get all on the defensive and then, I mean, he can go that way too, so. Yeah, and then the fight turns into something so far away from what the actual issue is. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, like, I, I mean, I get it. So, yeah, I'm not far from what you were saying. No, but you said it way better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It was like you did a really good job with that. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, like, so... The common reasons for infidelity, right? So, like, me and Izzy had this conversation, and we kind of talked about what we thought they were. And then, like, of course, we always do our research to look at, like, you know, what the experts say because we don't deem ourselves experts in everything. Um, But some of the common reasons were not feeling committed, which, I mean, like, did did it elaborate on that a little bit, like, but so like is it like you just wake up one day and just like fuck it all or how does it it was work? more or less like fomo okay right? okay so you know like I, like i mentioned earlier like people got married too young or maybe like now we're in the instagram age right so oh, yeah. like there's so much other variety out here mm-hmm. that like we like people didn't even know existed that's true so it's kind of like well you love this you know there's a not as a full blown out fear of commitment, but like, am I really supposed to be with this person? You know, did I make the wrong decision? Like, I love them. We have a life together. But then there's all these bad bitches over here on Instagram. And I guess I need you to question. Can you actually get one, though, before you go FOMO? And like, <laughs> can you get one if you were single, though? But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I anyway. I mean, I kind of, like, I get it, though. But some people just be unrealistic as fuck, though. Oh, it's facts, though. Like, why are you sliding into this girl's DMs and she has 500,000 followers and she's verified? Like, (laughs) But, I mean, mean, you're supposed to dream, envision, manifest, though, right? Like, nothing's off limits. But go ahead. So, fear not. Yeah, so the committed part was, like, basically FOMO. Um, or either they have like intimacy issues where it's like they can be together, they can be with someone, but they can't get too close, right? Mm. So yeah, that was the committed part. Gotcha. So the next one was out of anger or like for revenge. So crazy. So the, I've had someone cheat on me, and he literally called it revenge sex. Oh my god! And I had never heard that shit before, and I was like, "Yo, are you fucking serious?" Like. What the fuck did I do to you that you thought that, like, hey, I'm going to fix this problem. Go fuck this bitch over here. Like, and he was just like, well, I was mad that you didn't do X, Y, Z or that you did blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, but you couldn't just say that. He yeah. wanted you to feel how he felt. Yeah. And but to him, the 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 crazy part about that is that he felt like they they were equal. Well, he didn't feel that way after I pushed his motorcycle into the fucking lake. So there's that part. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After I drove 13 hours to Chicago and pushed his fucking motorcycle on the lake. Yeah, I did that, John. I did. I've did. I've done other things. I think that's in the top three worst things though, yeah. that I've done. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> But yeah, like they're instead of communicating their feelings, they figure like, oh, I'm going to go hurt the other party and go have revenge sex or go cheat or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, The other one was to boost your self-esteem. Yeah. So maybe you getting old. Maybe you getting that dad bod. Or that mom bod. You didn't have like three kids and it's not snapping back like it used to. So you need to go out here and see if you still got it. Yeah. yeah. And then you get it. And you're like, oh, okay. All right, I just had to check. See if I lost it. <laughs> I get it. Um, so situational forces like uh, D-rugs or drinking. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> like, I just slipped. I got drunk and slipped and fell on some pussy. Like, that one to me was some bullshit. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I get the situational. Like, maybe you're out drinking with your boys and, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you do have some low self-esteem issues and some little thing comes up and it's like, hey, we're going to an after party with my friends. You want to come? Like, and then you go and then you just end up butt-ass naked. I I don't know. So have you ever been that drunk where you've done some shit and you were like, ooh, maybe not? No. I don't think I've ever had, like... Drunk sex or like D-rug sex was like, damn, I regretted that. I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have been here. That's never like, I, okay, when I'm drunk or I'm high, you already know this. I'm hyper like sensitive. I will true. go sit in the corner and be away from everybody. This I don't know what true. it is. It's like my yeah, this is survival true. mode like kicks in. I'm like, I don't trust Except anybody Except for that one me. time we went to Vegas and you wanted to take, <laughs> we were getting in a cab to go back to the hotel because we were fucked up. And she, so there was like four white dudes getting out of the, out of their, uh, out of the cab we were getting ready to get into. And she was trying to kidnap one of them. She wanted to take one of them back with us because she liked his glasses. He was like the cute, like nerdy. I forgot what kind of glasses he had on. Like she knew the brand of the glasses. Oh my God, I did. Yeah, and he wanted, she wanted to take him back with us because. But he was like the cute, nerdy, like, you know, startup. And I had to be like, no, no, just go Could have been her husband, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. See? They looked, like, young, though. Yeah. They looked like they were, like, 22. Yeah. But, I mean, situational. All right, whatever. I mean, it's happened to me once. Yeah. Okay, but were you in a relationship? No. No. You said you've never done some, like, been drunk and, like, just... And that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been drunk enough where it was just, like, what happened? Mm. It was low-key, like, date rape. A little bit. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Um, Another reason, uh, feeling neglected. I think this is a big one in most relationships. You know, you do, like, either life gets in the way, you grow apart from your partner, you go away from your partner, um, or, you know, just you get busy, whatever it is, and you feel neglected, so you go look for attention somewhere else. Like, I feel like that is like revenge and being neglected are like probably the biggest factors so you mentioned this before this need for variety which kind of goes into that not feeling committed with the FOMO so that need for variety one and then there's falling out of love yeah like I could see somebody falling out of love with someone and then not having the balls to like break up with them especially if you're married because there's a you're losing there's a lot that you're losing if you have kids or you have a family you have house like there's so yeah. much invested yeah, so true. I could see that yeah and I guess that 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 falling out of love and losing interest part kind of fall they all kind of go together right would you say yeah for sure yeah like losing interest falling out of love like you just don't give a fuck about this person anymore so instead of <laughs> telling them and hurting their feelings so that and this is a thing that drives me nuts because. I hear so many people say this. Well, I didn't want to hurt you. or I didn't want to hurt that person and tell them this. So you go and you cheat on them and you devastate them. Yeah. It's weird as fuck. What was the one that we saw where we read about where it was like 
they cheat in the hopes that you do break up with them. Yes. So, and then it was like, but then what do you do when the person's like, okay, well, it's all right. Like, we'll work through it. So then it's kind of like, and then you still have to hit them with the, well, no, I still don't, I don't want to be with you. This is why I did it. So like, it's like a double. Yeah, it's a double heartbreak. It's like a double whammy. Like you're brokenhearted that this person had cheated on you. And then you're even more brokenhearted that they cheated on you because they don't want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, we're laughing. And it's, but it's, that shit happens in real life. It, it, I'm laughing because it's so fucked up. Like, it really is fucked up. And it's just like so crazy how like our brains and our emotions work. Yeah. Like, to like you would I just I want to know the psychology behind that yeah like what drives someone to do commit an act that's way worse than the initial act you know what I mean yeah Uh, yeah 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 Yeah. I don't don't know like I don't think that and I don't know so because I I feel like we have the ability to kind of uh, we have insight right Mm. in some level of emotional intelligence so i think it's hard to kind of fathom like where that would come from you know but maybe it's uh, a certain level of self-centeredness is needed mm. to be able to do it probably now, i mean if especially and now i get it if i'm trying to hurt you like i really just don't give a fuck about you anymore i i can kind of get how the, it could go there but if i'm going to cheat to give you a reason to leave me Instead of just saying, hey, you know what? We're growing apart and this just isn't the place for me anymore. So fucking cowardly. So cowardly. So even though we have all these common reasons or whatever, I mean, like we know that infidelity kind of leaves a lasting. I mean, it could be short term or long term effects, right? Like so some of the issues that kind of come up with one is trust issues. Right. So like, even if you decide to like stay with someone, you kind of have to build the trust again. For sure. Like, and that takes a lot of work and a lot of time. Yeah. And they, I think the statistic that I read said that it takes couples, the couples that actually stay together, (laughs) it takes them about two years to really rebuild the trust and rebuild their relationship because it's not even like you're starting at zero again. Like you're actually kind of in the negative. Yeah. So you have to dig yourself out of that hole, um, you know, and just get back to a place where everyone has open communication and, you know, you're trusting. But I personally, as someone who's been cheated on, I never trusted that person ever again. Yeah. Like ever again. No. You know, like, the one in particular I'm still cool with. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're friends. Like, we literally can talk about our current relationships, like, whatever it is. But I still don't trust that nigga. Like, <laughs> he will tell me anything about one of the girls that he's messing with. He'll tell me something about whatever. And I'll be like, mm, nigga, you lying. Like, in the back of my mind, I don't give a fuck what he says. Like, I honestly always think he's lying. Like, I just, when it comes to women in relationships... But, like, everything else, I mean, I think he's pretty truthful. And it's fucked up because he's a dope-ass person most of the time. But when it comes to bitches, I just think he's always lying. <laughs> so then there, there. <laughs> it's the truth. No, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Totally. I mean, I, I just don't. Like, him and I have actually had conversations where we were like, do we think we could ever get back to that point? And I just don't know. Yeah. I, I think for me, that's the that's a big one too. Trust issues because then I feel like like, do I really know you? Cause, exactly. I mean, um. So another like result of um, infidelity is um the person the the person. What do you call them? The person that's been cheating cheated on. I don't want to call them a victim. <laughs> that just sounds I mean, so they, dramatic. They are a victim of cheating of infidelity. <laughs> But you you end up with this feeling of, so you end up with low self-esteem and feeling like you're not enough. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, if the person that you love or you built this life with goes out and cheats on you, you're like, well, damn, was her ass fatter than mine? Was she prettier than me? Did they have, you know, if it's a guy, like, did they have more money than me? Like, what was it about that person that made you go cheat? So one thing that I feel like women require, if nothing else, <laughs> this bitch better look better than me. Like, that's always the first thing we want to know. And they never do. Please, please, please. <laughs> 
Like, because at that point, I can't even respect you. You went out here and cheated on me with some fucking dusty ass bitch. And now I'm over here like, damn, if she's dusty and that's what you cheated on me with. And I'm over here cooking your food, sucking dick, got a badass body, all this shit. Damn, what is wrong with me? Honey. That's the first, I don't know what it is about us, but that's the first thing we want to know. Yeah, because if it's a bad bitch, I can't, what I'm going to do, I'm like, damn. I'm like, hey. You know what? You got it. I get it. You got it. I, I, you know what? If I was a man, I would fuck her too. Like, maybe even I wasn't a man. I, you know what? I might fuck her too. Like, <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> like, I get it. But, yeah, I mean, and then, like, you know, so you have this like insecurity about yourself mm. because even if like, and that has happened to me, mm. you know, like, even at, like me being who I seem to be, like I never felt insecure until that shit happened to me. If anyone didn't know Izzy is that bitch. If you didn't know, just in case. I mean, but, right. I need a shirt that says that <laughs> I'm that bitch or yeah. that bitch hashtag. But like I dead ass, like was so insecure after that shit happened to me. And and I'm not the dude I pushed him his motorcycle in the like I actually wasn't I gave a fuck about that. But like this person that I'm actually still cool with, like that shit made me so insecure. And I felt like when I was actually with him was like the best that I actually looked. Uh-huh. Like you know my career was turning around and stuff like that. But it just still made me kind of like insecure about the way I looked. About and then the, I don't know, just it, it does, and it's hard to not think that way when you're moving forward yeah for know. sure for sure i mean like i will say for myself um yeah i will say like it, i did have that feeling of questioning whether you know i was enough but there was like one area like as far as sex that was kind of a, a thing for us like even though our sex life was good um he wasn't he always had an issue with like my kink so mm-hmm. that did I, I did start to feel more insecure about that and kind of letting people into that because that part of me was such an issue for him so you know like when you know like we would get into our little tips or our little arguments like he would kind of throw that at at me or whatever so when he was on un, when he was unfaithful it was kind of like I don't know like it just kind of made me feel like so like is that yeah like, you know, it, because I mean, like the bitches was just like straight, basic, like regular, just, and I'm like, well, maybe that's the problem. So like, it kind of made me shy away from kind of mm, my, yeah. being my sexually free self. And so like, you know, like I would, you know, that's when I started having the conversations, you know, with my therapist, like, you know, well, is that a part of my life that I can kind of do without, you know, like, and if I had to switch that out for a healthy relationship, could I do that, you know, and, and kind of do without that? Because at that time, at the end of that relationship, I kind of felt like where I like, you know, my sexuality and my and where I was with that, I, it felt more like a burden mm. because it was like such a sore spot. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, well, I, you know, I'll just get I'll just cut that part of me out because then maybe I'll be a little more acceptable. But you know, I was able to work through all of that and it's kind of like, fuck it, you either like it or you don't. Yeah. But yeah, like that was definitely, it made me question that part for sure. I mean, I ain't question what I look like because, I mean, <laughs> look at me. But anyway, um, so we start doubting our ability to judge, right? In our, in our, we start to doubt our discernment, right? Like, so is there like how we start to question, like, are we choosing wrong? Like, yeah. did I... Did I not? Did I not pick up on some stuff here? Yeah. Like, I didn't know you were this kind of person. I missed something, so we start to question. Yeah, it definitely affects your judgment, like, because you're like, oh, what the fuck, like. And I think it goes back to what you said earlier, like, damn, do I even know you? Like, yeah. did I miss yeah. something? Like, um, not for sure. It definitely makes you second guess yourself, and I feel like that's just an, another insecurity. Yeah, that you, you know, sure. as a result of that, yeah. And then, like, the other one was emotional highs and lows, right? Like, so, like, especially when you try to work it out, it's, like, one minute, like, oh, I still love you, and then you turn into fucking Chucky, like. The next minute, you're like, oh, I fucking hate your guts. <laughs> Go kill yourself. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll do it for you. 
Like, are, are we going? What are we going to do? I don't give a fuck if you eat or not. Get the fuck out of my face. Like, you literally hate that person, and then, but you still love them at the same time. And and it's not even just that. It's like you know, even though you have that internal battle, it's still. And then I feel like that kind of contributes to, um, have you know, like some of the the issues, like having that emotional instability, right? So like this person, maybe they're making an effort, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're accepting of the effort. Sometimes maybe they're making an effort and you're not accepting of the effort, and that can kind of put you in another cycle of. Well, I'm trying to make things better and they're not accepting it and they can go about their, their business or they're cheating or whatever they're, they did is justified, right? Yeah. So I think mm. people just need to be aware that just because you apologize as the aggressor, I want to say, I don't know, just because you apologize, you know, or you're making an effort doesn't necessarily mean that that person is always going to be accepting of it. Yeah. Like you fucked up. You know. Exactly. <laughs> and the last one, I mean, how many is that? Like four, number five, I mean, at the end of the day, you got me out here looking dumb as fuck. Got me out here looking like boo-boo the fool. Because, I mean... <sighs> yeah, because, I mean, like, your ego is crushed. Yeah. And if you yeah. guys have a circle of friends or whatever it is or their family... I Look, I, I have three uncles. Mm-hmm. One of my uncles got, I think he's up to eight kids, eight or nine right now, by like seven or six different women. And he was married. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Unc. And we all knew. I'm, yeah. And his wife at the end was like, y'all really had me out here looking stupid. She don't fuck with nobody in our family to this day because of that very reason. She was like, y'all literally knew that he had all these kids out here. He had all these women and nobody said shit to me about it. And I, I was a kid, but growing up in retrospect, that is fucked up. It is. Very. Like, your friends, your family, everybody know, and everybody just smiling in my face, got me out here looking real fucking dumb. Yeah. I feel like that would be a huge deciding factor for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> the trust, and you got me out here looking like an idiot, like, dumb as fuck. Yeah, because, like, if you think about that, like, that's mad disrespectful. Uh-huh. I think I, I told you, like, you know, when when I was married, like, my biggest thing was, like, y'all niggas came in here eating my fucking food for car at night and everything, and all y'all motherfuckers knew. All of y'all came in here smiling in my face, eating my food, kissing my baby, and all y'all bitches knew. Fucking trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I barely trash. talked to any of them, like, barely. Oh, you don't come around no more. For what? <laughs> like for what like i mean okay i get it's bros before hoes type shit but but don't come over here right don't eat my food don't be smiling in my face no don't kiss my baby because you have... probably smiling in that bitch's face exactly too. go go eat at your own house go have cart night at your house or at that bitch house huh. <laughs> that's all i'm saying so yeah, that that trust issues in that that part. Yeah, yeah, because I mean that I just feel like that makes you even more secure. I mean insecure. Like everybody out here think you dumb. Like aha. But I know one thing. But you bet not ever tell anybody anything that I do that I'm dealing with. You my best friend. Ain't no. <laughs> you better let that motherfucker look dumb as shit. I'll hear what we talking about right now. Okay, I mean that's that that's gonna be hoes before bros for real though. I mean that's different. Like you might know, but I or you, you know, vice versa. But I'm not gonna be bringing that nigga around my whole family. True, that is true. That is very true. That's like that's the thing that gets me with men. Like the whole family. And that's why they get caught more often than we do. Because they do dumb shit like that. Like, you gonna bring around the whole family. Oh, you wanna take the kids and pick her up from her job. Like, dummy. <laughs> Our producers looked at me like, what the hell are you trying to... I had a friend. His his wife found out, whatever, that you know he was cheating on her. And his daughter goes, yeah, mommy, because I heard daddy talk on the phone. Like, every... <laughs> Every day, I heard him talking on the phone to this lady, and he was always talking about blah, 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 blah. Dummy. Stupid. Dummy. Like, your kid is old enough to talk about the, the, the understand what you're saying and who you're talking to. You he She hears how you're talking to this woman and knows it's not her mother. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. 
But so with all of this, right, like we, we understand, okay, we get why you cheat. We, we get the baggage that comes along with cheating. We get like it's not only the cheaters, necessarily the cheaters fault. Like there might be a root cause that's, you know, Whatever. where y'all both to blame. It might be the system of marriage, not the person. I don't know. <laughs> but with all of that considered, do you forgive or not? So, like, in our research, we found that 66% of husbands that cheat remain married. Yeah. Whereas? Only 44? 44% of women. That cheat remain married. Remain married. And that's just in the married statistic. That's not even, like, in, like, just a relationship. So men are not forgiving, are not that forgiving. Hell no. That's a 22% (laughs) difference. (laughs) And and I think that like I think that the the percentage is even lower for people that aren't married. I think maybe five percent of men forgive if their if their girlfriend cheats on them. You literally could go out here and ask any man like if your girl cheated. Hell no, nah. you couldn't even get the words out. Mm-hmm. Finish the sentence. Hell no, nah. and I'm like I ain't taking. You know, that I've had back. men tell me they'd be like, but no, nah, that's different. It's, like, it's di- how houseway. It's different. How? It's different because they, they, they imagination get to work and they're like, you know, that's supposed to be for me. And then somebody else in there clapping her cheeks like, nah. Like, but so you don't think women feel the same thing? Yeah. Like, to me, it's just like the, the factor of like, <laughs> do you do the same thing with me that you do with her? Because <laughs> if so. Like, did you eat her ass? Drinking after you when you eating somebody else's ass. Like, come on, bro. Like, no. Like, that's my thing. Or like, see, are there boundaries? I need to know. <laughs> like, are you buying her better gifts? Like, what the like? Like, women think about all that type of shit. Like, exactly. whereas I mean, like, I know for me, like, I mean, I'm not sucking every dick, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, men are nasty. I'm sorry. Like, they like to pretend that they aren't, but they are. They're nasty. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I need to know, are you doing these things? I mean, like, there's, I mean, there's a chance, like, depending on how long I've been dealing with the side, if I were cheating or if I were to cheat on someone, it would depend on how long I'm dealing with the side piece for me to, to say, like, whether we doing all the things or not. But initially, we wouldn't be doing all the things. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, like if we if we got a little history, why her face light up know, though? We got a little history, then you <laughs> might get all the things. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I want to know too. Like we feel the same way. In other words, like yeah, for sure. And it's it's hard for women to forgive. Like I think, like I was saying before, like you know, like people just like, all right, I'm we're gonna fix it. We're sweeping under the rug and act like it never happened. But it's really hard for women to forgive. And a lot of times, like you don't forget. No. You know, well, not a lot. I think all times you don't forget. Like it's so hard to forgive. It's you have to. It takes so much work on both parties. And I mean, I didn't see a statistic on this, but I, I think you and I had a conversation before about second chances. And it's like, when has like you? When have you ever given someone a second chance and it actually worked out? Never, <clears throat> never. Like. So to go through all this work, you're always always going to be in the back of your mind. You're never going to free like you're never going to feel clear. Like I feel like you're always going to wear this burden. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be like under this dark cloud of like what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And I just I don't think it's worth it. But I'm also I've also never been married. So and so I don't have the best relationship track record either. So so a 20 year old you would you have forgiven infidelity? I have. Okay. I tried. Okay. I'll say I tried to. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 20. I was like 29, 30, 31, something like that. But I tried. And like I said, I still don't trust that nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. You know, like, there was times where, like, he would just lie to me about really petty shit. And then I'd be like, ding, 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 let me go through his phone. Because if you're lying to me about some bullshit, then I know there's something going on. And, like, he would have, you know, like, spurts of, like, six months, like Derek Jackson said, I've been good for six months. Like, he would do that same shit. Like, well, I haven't done anything in three or four months, Sean. Like, it's been six (laughs) months. I've been good for the last six months, Sean. Bullshit. Maybe, like, three months. Um, But I just, you never get over it. I, I feel like 
personally, you don't ever get over it. And I, I have people, I know other people have been cheated on. I don't think anybody ever really gets over it. And then, like, for me, like, having this conversation about you've been good for such and such, nigga, you want a cookie? Like, if yeah. you really feel like it is that hard for you to be committed to me, we need to be having a whole nother conversation. What are we doing? Now, you know my perspective on things. Like, I... If I am in a relationship, I need it to be completely transparent. Now, if you are a person that is not okay with being monogamous, I mean, we could do some things, but just believe that it's going to be done on both sides. What's good for you is good for me. Now, if, if we're talking open, if we're talking poly, if we're talking about you on a swing, like these are things that we can talk about. Like, I just feel like there are too many options out here for me to, one, beg you to be faithful mm. and for you to be sitting here and telling me I've been good for such X amount of months. Like, nah. Is that supposed to make, I just, like you said, do you want a cookie? Is that like supposed to make me feel better? It's weird as fuck. Like, like, yeah. do you, okay, you've been good for three months, but what about the other nine months in a year? But it's like, but do you want to be here? Because exactly. if it's that hard for you to be good, Agreed. then we need to have a conversation about whether I'm the best person for you. Like, real shit. So, I mean, like, in my 20s, I did forgive and try to work it out. Um, now... No, I wouldn't. Only because, well, one, the trust thing. And it just takes a lot of work to rebuild from, like, cheating and infidelity. And I'm just not really, will, I'm not willing to put forth the emotional effort it takes to, to rebuild it. I'm, I'm just really not. Agreed. Like, it, it's a lot. Um, yeah, I ain't got um, it in me. Like, it's just... Uh, I, like, don't ha- I don't have it in me. It, ta- it does take a lot of, like, time, energy, effort to sit down and rebuild with someone and i just at 36 year old like i don't i'm fine with being by myself if, if right. you don't want to be with me that's cool and then like i said i just feel like there are too many options yeah and how you can frame your relationship for us to be here agreed and i feel like i'm too easygoing of a person for you not to come and talk to me like hey so and that was my biggest thing with that relationship yeah, like I mean, if you if you try to slide up in like you know a club, you know of you know a sex club, if you're trying to go experiment with some, like I'm too yeah. open for us not to be able to have these conversations. So at that point, if you're being unfaithful, it's because it's a choice, right? And you're not happy where you are right now. So I need you to go find where you are happy. So facts. I will say that forgiveness for me is not an option now and like you said and and also i will say in my 20s i didn't like it this whole idea of being married and having a family was like so deeply ingrained i couldn't see anything else right Mm. like like this is what it's supposed to be whereas now being in my 30s it's like i've you know i've been divorced for how long now like seven years i've been in other relationships I've been in situationships. I've had friends with benefits and I've been completely like, you know, alone and like completely single without anyone. So it's like, I'm okay with being single, you know what I mean? Or I'm okay with the other options that are out there before I didn't know anything else. So it was just kind of like, well, you know how it's like when you don't know anything else, it's kind of like that fear of like experience, you know, experiencing other things. So I just think it's different now. My outlook is different now. So it's kind of like, well, nah, bro, we ain't got to do this. Like, this is a lot. Like, agree. I, yeah, I think also for me, the t- love that I had in my 20s felt different. And like my teens and my 20s and the love that I've experienced in my 30s. And I don't know if it's because, I don't, I don't know what that is. I, 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 I don't know what it is. I was going to say something, but I don't know if I can say it. Um, and so I was less likely to let go in my teens and my 20s you were like you had that that bonnie clyde romeo and juliet yeah love. like i will die for you like i can't let you go yeah like you know they could do no wrong type thing yeah. you know what i'm saying so like the like the love back then felt different like it was like not desperate but it was just more it was yeah. like way more intense so the idea of like letting you go and those feelings of you not being in my life were way more intense than you cheating on me yeah i got you so you know? and now you're like yeah i'm like now i'm good (laughs) like i'm perfectly fine yeah yeah and and that's not necessarily a bad thing right like 
you know, so like in my studies of yoga, we talk about possessiveness, right? Mm. But like people don't really belong to you. And I do think that when we're younger, we kind of romanticize relationships and like we do have that, you know, I'm going to be with you forever and I never want to let you go. But it, I mean, it's possessiveness. And, you know, now I kind of look at it as you're in my life forever for whatever amount of time that you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. Like, so like if that's, you For, know, if, if that's know. forever, great. If it's not, then that's not, your life's path did not mean for you to intersect with mine for, but only for a moment. And I don't know, and there's romance in that too, because, I don't know, it just is. I mean, it's like, it's just destined to be what it's going to be. Does that make sense? Like, Where's the romance in that though? I, don't, I mean, because you don't, there's no anxiety about it. You know mm. what I mean? It's like you're. It's free. It's free. Gotcha. Exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of like be here while you enjoy it. And when it no longer serves you or makes you happy going about your business. I mean, gotcha. to me, it's just not that deep anymore. Whereas before it did feel like I can't breathe without you. Yeah. So. So, yeah, we're not. We're not. I mean, if we're you know, monogamous and exclusive and you cheat and then it's not meant for you to be here. Agreed. So, so then they need to divorce his wife and keep it fucking moving and go be a hoe somewhere else. Go Bottom be line. single, Derek. We're giving you, we, so we, we're going to be the relationship gurus this week. Because everyone's a self-proclaimed relationship <laughs> guru. So we, we're self-proclaiming. <laughs> so we're telling you to go ahead and get a divorce <laughs> and leave that woman alone. And Denea... Go find you a real God-fearing man, not someone who's pretending. Yeah, and manipulating you with such. <laughs> and everyone else, I mean, like, even though we might not forgive, do what you want. Do whatever serves you and what makes you happy. If you feel like you're you're meant to forgive a person and is, you know, maybe your relationship is being tested or whatever, that's your business and work it out if you decide to. But, I mean, it's nothing wrong with you know choosing you yes. moving forward but i mean you guys know where to find us ig pro bitch podcast uh youtube pi- uh spotify apple Podcasts, all the places that you can get your or you listen to your podcast so. yes 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 and as always thanks for joining us and tune in next week